0: Go ahead and go live. We don't have no sound effects over here, FY.
1: Gonna be. I just hopped up the train, about to do another
0: show. show Cashing my checks in, then I do the woo Either I'm fast or the city really slow Cause I'm passing them like, bro, let's go Oh, they mad, huh? Oh, they mad, huh? The gag is, I'm a shade anyway But the gag is, I'm a show out all day And the gag is, they go tune in anyway <laughs> ah, These bitches could never uh, Let's go Listen, I'm in studio B. Can we cue some applause? Is there applause? Okay, first of all, there's an audio thing. Can y'all hear me? Let's start with can you hear me first? Okay, let me know that you can hear me. Let me make sure that everything is good because I see me. Bring me up a little bit, Johnny. Make me bigger or let me see. Okay. Ooh, hold on. Okay, all right. All right. I'm good. You can see me. Everybody said studio B is for some bullshit. First, let me say that this is gagging with Jason Lee. Can you cue more applause? Just give me applause all the way through. Gagging with Jason Lee, we have an exciting show. We have a show full of gags. Thank you. Um, And we have no guests, so that means I'm going to spend more time with you today. All right. Now, I have to say, before we get started, I got to put this up, this disclaimer, because y'all are so reckless on this show. Put it up. This basically says that if you have kids, put them motherfuckers to bed, that I have the right to use stuff covered under fair use, so please stop suing me. And then also, the views expressed here are solely opinions period. So don't sue me. All right. Now, before we even get started today, I have to tell you some good news. I believe in being transparent. The Hollywood Unlock family, the Gagnation family, y'all are my support system. I love every single one of you crazy, messy motherfuckers. I'm also streaming live on Beagle right now. So if you're behind the scenes, you got to go to YouTube to check me out. But look, I have to tell you some personal business because I've been going through a transition. No, I still have my penis. I am not a transsexual. I'm never going to cut my penis off. I'm in love with my penis. But I have been going through a transition. As you know, I've been losing all this motherfucking weight. I lost over 100 and something pounds, almost 120 pounds. So when you go through a process like that, you got to be going to your doctor regularly, getting your blood checked. And there's this thing like, you know, when you get older, you know, you're going to die. You know, you're going to die of something. You don't know what it is. Is it going to be this going to be that? You don't know. And I am consumed with the idea of dying and gaining weight and all this. And I just asked Keisha if I, if I look like I'm getting bigger. She said, no, I don't know if she's lying to me because she on my payroll. Either way, I feel good. I look good. And everybody keeps telling me that I look and feel good. For well, the people that tell me that I feel good, that's that's a different story. I'm not going there. But. Um, I've been going to the doctor, you know, and getting all my blood checks. So when I got sick, I had a stomach flu. And for those of you that hope I got AIDS, this is not resulting in that story. So you bitches could just pack it up and go home. That you ain't that ain't that ain't that ain't it. You bitches been wanting me to catch HIV for so long, bitch. I'm dodging that shit like Venus and Serena. So don't even, don't even fuck with me. All right. But anyway, I've been going getting my blood work, getting my stuff. So the last time we got my blood work of blood work done i had a stomach flu and i didn't know what was going on and when you go to the doctor you don't know what's happening bitch they go and do all types of tests and then they find the boogeyman or shit that you don't want to hear so i'm a hypochondriac bitch anytime i think something is wrong i'm dying so like i did my blood work and they checked my markers and my cardiac marker was off and i thought i was gonna have a stroke or a heart attack i thought i had heart disease. I've been moving around my house real slow. I keep calling Rob, telling him I think I'm dying. I'm in New York. I felt a tingling on my heart yesterday. I thought I was having a heart attack. This morning, I woke up, took four aspirin. Didn't even need it, but I took four aspirin because I, I saw somewhere that that prevents heart attacks or something. I don't know. But I thought that I thought the aspirin would open up the uh, pathways to my blood vessels. I, I got so anxious, I went and took a nap. When you came over, was I, sleep? I was asleep. I was fucking sleep, cause bitch, I thought I was suffering from heart disease. Stressing me the fuck out over these results, cause the results said that my heart maybe that that. My, and I called my cousin and this bitch, Anitra, who's smart as hell. She's big up in the hospitals. She fucking told me that she had to get, give me the. She's like, I'm gonna tell it to you straight, cousin you got to start working out your heart because genetically we're prone to heart diseases and, and strokes i have been in miami stressed the fuck out thinking i was suffering from heart disease ceo of hollywood unlocked dies no we know no we 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 just getting started okay and so i my doctor called me today and said that she got my new results in I was like, oh God, here we go, what is it? And she told me that my blood work looks better than it ever has before, and that I am not suffering of anything and that every single marker. Uh, uh-uh, you better get that applause thing going again, bitch. You better. Yeah. So she told me that all of my blood work looked perfect. It looked better than it ever has. And she said that everything, uh, white T cell, white T cells, uh, my cardio, my liver panel, all of my organs, that everything looked good. And I've been stressing out. And it reminded me of what I've been telling everybody that follows me, even from when I dropped my book. You got to have faith or you got to have fear. You can't live by both. You got to live by faith or fear. And I forgot myself that I'm supposed to be faith all the way up. So I just want to say thank you to everybody who's had my back. Thank you to Rob who takes every single one of my calls. Every time I feel like something has happened, like, oh, shit, I think the stroke is over here. Oh, shit, I think that the, the, the blood clot is over here. Now, mind you, I'm still getting an ultrasound of my veins. I'm getting an ultrasound of my uh, whatever this thing is, lymph nodes. I'm still getting, I, I, bitch, I'll go all the way down to biopsies. I don't give a fuck. I'm living to 120 years old. And I told my doctor, put me onto that shit that the white people be getting. Because them niggas do shit where they take their blood out and spin it in the machine and then put it back in them. And it, I don't know what it does. It's some robotic type shit, but they live forever. That's why you see white people walking down the street looking like raisins. Them niggas is 99,000 years old, living in shit. I want to be pushing it. I want to be fucking at 99 years old. They got something to make your dick stay hard to 99 too. Anyway, it's the real nigga's birthday. Hollywood Lock turned six years old today. Don't I look like men on film? Them gay ass niggas that was on Living Color when they said, You said it out, whatever they used to say. Anyway, Hollywood Unlocked turned six years old today, and I just wanted to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you to everybody who tuned in today, who tuned in last week, who tuned in the week—last week we didn't have a show, huh? Sorry, my bad, Weedy Pooh. Who tuned in the week before that and the weeks before that, who goes to our Instagram, who follows, shares, buys our merch, who allows me to entertain you, who's bought into what I'm doing, who's followed me over to Bego— who supports me? I really humbly appreciate it. I'm not gonna get emotional because today I was on live when I fit, realized that it was the uh, that the, the birthday was today. But we've been alive for six years and kicking. We have fought haters, interns, hackers. We have fought celebrities. We have fought. We have we we have been tried and tr- like we have been tried, but we are still standing. We are still standing. We are still here. And it's all because of you. I don't take for granted at all. I had to talk to somebody today, a nigga that I'm talking to, who said, Don't treat me like you're I'm one of your fans. And I had to explain to him, if I treated him like one of my fans, he should be grateful because my fans are my family and they are they have built a life for me that I had that I never even dreamed for myself. And so I say from the bottom of my heart, thank you to everybody out there who's believed in me. Shout out to Tom Pullman and uh, iHeart, shout out to Mona Scott Young and Viacom, shout out to Nick Cannon and TV, and shout out. To uh, James Debose and Foxo and all of the people Floyd Mayweather who have supported me and helped me to get to where I am, thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's only up from here, bitch. We ain't going nowhere. So you might as well just deal with it. Uh, this is a birthday hat that Keisha found at Party City. Oh, oh, by the way. So it's our birthday today, six years old. My staff gave me all this list of things we should do for my birthday. One included a birthday barbecue pool party at my new house, The other, uh, which they've all been waiting to get in my pool. I heard the production staff ask Rob, when can they go swimming? Motherfucking no, y'all not about to come to my house. And- no, no. Y'all not about to come to my house and swim every day. Go home. But either way, I know that they really want to do that. So, we're going to have a barbecue and pool party at some point this month in my house. But I just want to tell y'all, I'm not dying. My blood work is good. And to all of you that prayed on my blood work to come back bad, bitch, I return that energy to your ass because everything you want for me, I already did to what is she, Well, you know what? You know what? You know what Whoopi said. All right. Well, look, I just got back from Miami. So you know I brought the tea, it's the tea with Jason Lee. I forgot to shout out the most important people too besides the fans and the people who support me, shout out to my motherfucking staff. Because I tell you, I am hard Kelvin, don't get fired from New York, okay? Let me say this. Shout out to my staff. It takes a certain type of individual to work for me. I know I'm crazy. And when I look at them and I say, am I crazy? They go, no, you're not crazy. But I know in the car, they'd be like that nigga crazy. But I have to say shout out to my staff that invested in my vision. Most of the people here have been here from day one or day two um those that didn't make it just didn't make it and those that went on to do their own thing i wish them the best too so shout out to all of the people who are here at hollywood on my like keisha deja Alyssa, alexis ariella kelvin johnny rob uh did i get everybody who else toya she's new that's my executive assistant and uh partnership manager god bless her spirit she walked into a job and she pro- i know she going home scratch her hair head like i don't know what the fuck's going on at this shit that, that motherfucker psychotic. I just texted her 10 minutes ago and said, can you order me food from L.A.? I, she did it, though. So I have a competent team that knows how to figure shit out. You know what I mean? Me and Rob, boy, me and him, that's been my friend of 13 years. I cussed him out. Uh, shout out to Deja. Did I say everybody? Okay. Uh, I cussed Rob out, Rob out last week so bad, that nigga took a whole weekend off of me. We talk every single day. He didn't call me for two days. But. We've recalibrated and we're on the same page. Look, I I have to tell you, I can't apologize for being crazy. My mother was Italian and bipolar. My father was black and absent. I'm I'm, I'm a product of the inner city and abandonment and I'm gay. (laughs) Yo, I'm so happy to be gay. Let me get into the show. My gay ass was just in Miami for the Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul fight, okay? Everybody's been on social media asking me, what do I think? What do you think? What do you think? Bitch, what do you think? I was sitting there watching the same shit that you watched, okay? Now, I'm going to first start by saying the disclaimer. Don't put it up because I'm going to just tell you. Floyd, we- Floyd Mayweather is my friend, is my brother, is one of my best friends. It's become a blessing to me in Hollywood Unlock. So if it sounds biased, bitch, it's because it is. All right. Now, let's just start with that, because I ain't the type of motherfucking friend that's going to be. Ri- I'm ride or die, because at first I was like a lot of you. I watched the fight and I was fucking pointed. All right. Because as a fan and I'm not even a fan of boxing, I'm a flan- fan of Floyd Mayweather. And I'm a fan. Of niggas beating people asses who are disrespectful. And I feel like these white boys are just fucking And I got Logan Paul's number. I don't got Jake Paul's number, but I know Logan Paul, but I haven't talked to him yet because I I, I barely even talked to Floyd. We just text, but we haven't talked yet. And I didn't see him after the fight because I left the fight early to go to dinner. And then I was too tired to go to the party. When I got to my hotel, they were shooting in the lobby. or So I don't know what was going on, but people were running and throwing things and knocking over stuff. And they, they said it was a shooting. And bitch, I've been shot. I ran to my room and went to sleep. Then came to New York. So. This weekend, I was in Miami for that uh, much-anticipated fight between Floyd and Logan. And it all went down at the Hard Rock Stadium. And uh, I'll tell you, I wore my nice Versace drip, okay? And and, and speaking of dripping, they had the roof open, so it was raining on us in the middle of the fucking thing. So I kept running in between the field and the backstage area where they had free drinks. By the way, I took a picture of Cuba Gooden Jr. I don't have it yet, but I'm going to get it. He was at the bar, and I was hoping he would get really drunk and do something crazy, but he didn't. So there was a lot going on. Before we even get to the fight, I have to tell you, I put a lot of thought into what I was wearing. I went to Neiman Marcus and I bought a Versace outfit. Now I took a friend of mine named Shy Gray. He's a model, beautiful man who I used to be in love with. He's crazy too. This is Shy. That nigga right there, I had to shoot him from the back and we just, we put Versace hotties. He, he choreographed this photo shoot. Cause he didn't want to put his face all out there like that. And I didn't either. And it's the mysteriousness of it all. What makes y'all think like, damn, the nigga done fired a Ruba Bay and got him a model. Well, I haven't gotten shy, but if I ever do bitch, I'm gonna let y'all all know because he's a fine ass fine motherfucker with tattoos from his eyeballs to his goddamn socks. We both of us are wearing Versace. Okay. Anyway. So I thought I was doing something great. Now the tea is I was going to buy the outfit that he was wearing Could you imagine had I shown up and we were wearing the same exact outfit? They would really thought we were gay, you know? And so I didn't have his outfit on, but I had my own outfit on and it was Versace. This is why I keep trying to tell Shai we're meant to be together. Nigga, you wore Versace, I wore Versace. We didn't even know we was going to be in the same city together and we were in the same brand. Well, baby, somebody else was thinking like me, too. And and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to throw some shade at Rick Ross. This nigga's not supposed to chop off the rack. He's too rich. I'm not rich. I have money enough to dress nice, but I don't dress designer that's hand painted or hand designed by the people. I was wearing the same exact outfit as Rick Ross. Now, leave this photo up real quick because I want to break something down. Let's start with the glasses. Now, you can look at the glasses and tell I'm a homosexual because only a gay person is going to wear these goddamn ski glasses in the middle of fucking summer in Miami. Okay, And you look at the outfit. Kelvin, quit fucking pushing sounds. All right. Now, look at the outfit. I personally think since I lost more weight and I fit it better, I look better than him. Okay, His breasts are bigger than mine. The outfit fits better on me. And I think I'm cuter than him. But he looks like a whole nigga. So it makes sense that all y'all niggas is all on the motherfucking Instagram with your bullshit ass comments. I'm gonna get to that disrespectful shit in a minute. Now look at the jewelry. I have on a Diamond Rolex. He has on, I don't know, all that shit over there. So yes, he accessorized it better than me. He has a full beard. I don't know if it's a beard weave. I don't know if it's painted on. I don't know if he if he if he did a uh, you know, I don't know. So anyway, me and Rick Ross clearly have the same sense of style. I just wear it a little bit more gay than him. He accesses rise a little, little bit better than me. But he's a fucking rapper. Rappers are supposed to have all this godforsaken jewelry on. Okay. I hope you rappers start taking care of your kids the way you take care of your jewelry. But anyway, here's what y'all said on my Instagram about our outfits, okay? I asked who wore it best. You bitches were Rick Ross. Go to the next one. Rick Ross, Rick Ross. I thought you, I forgot. I don't know why you thought you both look good, but Rick Ross. Rick. Fuck y'all. Don't come to my Instagram with that disrespectful shit. This is why I need to find some new fans. Who, I don't want y'all to tell me the truth. Who told y'all to tell me the truth? I want y'all to tell me what I want to hear. I want you to say, oh, you look like a snack. Oh, Jason, you look cute. Ooh, 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 hundreds of comments talking about Rick Ross, Rick Ross. Bitch, then go follow that nigga. Get off my pay. Unfollow me, bitch. Y'all niggas had me sitting there at the fight with a goddamn complex. I was sitting there like Jake Paul, afraid for my motherfucking life because every comment was telling me that I wasn't shit. I need y'all to do better. I need y'all to do better. But Rick Ross, you did a great job wearing that outfit. Thank you for making me the talk of the town. All right, now back to the fight, shit that matters. This was an exhibition fight. This wasn't a real, real fight. This was an exhibition fight. But before this fight, there was another exposi- ex- exhibition fight between Chad Ochocinco and Brian Brian Maxwell. Now, this is a picture of them two. Now, I went to the weigh-in the day before. Leave this picture up because it's really important that you understand something. I went to the weigh-in the day before for two things. One, to support Floyd Mayweather because that's my business partner. And two, to see Chad Ochocinco's dick. In the underwear, because you know, we had Evelyn Lozada on the show, and I heard his dick was big. And you know, at the way, and they be in their underwear. So I ain't gonna lie, I had a front row seat, and I was just hoping. I was like, okay, if Chad Ocho Cinco comes out and his dick just hits the ground, it was worth the trip to Miami for me. You know what I mean? Chad Ocho is a sexy ass, chocolate ass, will beat a bitch up ass nigga, but he is good looking. You know what I mean? And I ain't gonna lie, I would let the nigga slap me. I'm not an advocate for domestic violence, but nigga, you could slap me once. We're gonna have to go to counseling and have a lot of makeup sex, but you could slap me one time. Not the way you slap Evelyn, though, because you fucked her mouth up. And bitch, I talk for a living. Allegedly. So we can't do that. Oh. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. We in we in studio bullshit. See the magic of TV, y'all. My team is over there, stressed the fuck out. They waving through the screen. Wipe your wipe your smear off, bitch. How do you wipe a digital smear off? What the fuck? Mind you, they had no top shelf liquor at the fight. Everything was fucking uh uh smearing off until I snuck in the backstage party, and then they gave me Casamigos. Shout out to uh, Offset uh, from the Migos. Offset called me and said he wanted to walk Floyd out. I made a couple phone calls because I know people and I made it happen. I take pride in being the plug behind the scenes. Yes, I do. People don't give my credit, but yes, I make shit happen. So shout out to the Migos and shout out to Takeoff and Quavo, who were really nice to me when they saw me, uh, given that we talk shit about everybody all day long. All right, well, look. Chad Ocho Cinco's dick didn't fall out at the thing, but what did fall out was Chad Ocho Cinco at the fight, baby. When he fell down, scared the shit out of me because I thought his head was gonna fall off. Look, talking to him.
1: Come on, you only got a few seconds
2: left, baby. Man, throw punches, go out with a bang. Oh!
0: Now, nah. he said, go out with a bang. I don't think that was the bang he was talking about, but that motherfucker hit the ground. I ain't going to lie. When you get hit like that, and I'm only seven rows back. When you get punched like that, that shit hurt me. Mind you, I'm watching the show thinking that I'm having heart failure because my blood work ain't came back yet. So in the midst of watching Chad get his head knocked off, I think my heart about to fall out. It was too much, y'all. But but Chad, it wasn't enough for him because he went to Instagram or he went to Twitter to talk about it and he, he talked about what he felt about it. This is what he said. He said, holy shit, that was fucking fun against a real fucking bare-knuckle fighter and I fucking survived. That's the way Evelyn Lozada felt. We didn't forget, nigga. We didn't forget. We didn't forget that you practice your fighting on Evelyn's face. Allegedly. We uh, uh no, 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 no. Uh, we can call Evelyn right now because she came on our show and we got into all of that. She's a victim of uh, domestic violence. He used to punch her in the face, allegedly. But either way. We never forgot that, Chad. And although I don't like talking about the transgressions of the black man after he's somewhat made it through, I don't think you've ever apologized, sir. I think you should apologize to Evelyn. Yeah, you went and took a fucking beating and you were surprised that you survived it, but so was Evelyn. Where is that? Where? Where? Where is that? And the fact that you tried to fuck OG, allegedly, when you had a bad... Uh, girl... It's the too much bullshit for me. Now, Chad, I like you from a distance because you hit bitches, so I know you're going to hit me. And if you hit my gas, nigga, I'm going to say because you tried to get me to suck your dick. And I said no. Then I'm going to set the internet on fire, and I'm going I'm to beat you down on the internet the way you used to beat down Evelyn. But either way, you won or whatever. And I don't know what it was. Okay, But that wasn't the main event that everybody's been talking about. And that's not what you guys have been calling me about. Everybody's been asking me about the Floyd Mayweather and Jake and and Logan Paul fight. Now, if you remember not too long ago, Floyd and Jake Paul had a run in. Now, Jake Paul is Logan's brother. They had a run in where Jake took Floyd's hat off. Baby, I called Floyd when I saw this video, but this is what happened in case you missed it. Take a look.
1: Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yes, sir. Get the pet work for this boat. Get, get Al Hayman. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 let me call Al Hayman. I'm my own boss. I'm my own Ooh, boss. One night. Got your hat. Oh. Oh. Got your hat. Oh, oh. Got your hat. Chill, chill, chill. Chill, chill. Chill, chill.
0: Now, baby, that resulted in Jake losing a tooth, alleged uh reportedly losing a tooth, getting a black eye, and. Getting roughed up by Floyd and his security. Now, I wasn't there. I called Floyd afterwards. I said, Floyd, how was your day? And he said, Motherfucker, you know how my day went. Because, you know, it had circulated or whatever. Uh, he said, Motherfucker, you know exactly how my day went. And Floyd had talked about really hurting Jake Paul. And so, in my mind, when I hear Floyd, who I've never seen worked up like this in my life, say he's going to hurt the boy, I'm like, yo, he's going to kill this boy. So they fought. And even though the eight round that ended without a winner, Before it even got started, baby, people were taken to social media to talk about what they thought, specifically the fact that they couldn't even see it because the stream wasn't working. This is what Soldier Boy said. Take a look. He said, man, what the fuck wrong with y'all? Because the stream wasn't streaming. But once the fight started, memes started to fly all across social media. This is what was going on over on Twitter. Okay, one person said, Jake Paul in the stands, and he has a picture of Wesley Stipe's holding the video camera. Mayweather, Paul, Logan punches hitting like this right now. Mayweather, how it be, and them hugging, because there was lots of hugging going on. And let's be for real, this fight was better. And it's two girls that we don't know. And if Floyd Mayweather KO'd Logan Paul, it would have felt like this. Martin Luther King standing above a bunch of niggas. Now, look, I won't lie. Did I want to see Floyd knock him out? Yes. I wanted him to knock him out so bad that I called Floyd the night before and I said, Floyd, knock him out in the first round. And what Floyd said was, if I knock him out in the first round, people will say they didn't get their money's worth. If I don't knock him out, they'll say that I lost it. And so this leads me here. A lot of people had a lot to say about Floyd's performance in the fight and saying that, this fucked up his legacy and that it was a joke and he should have done more. I haven't talked to Floyd yet. In fact, I'm going to ask him to sit down with me and do an interview because I love talking to the champ anyways and be clear. I called him the champ for a reason. He's won 50 fights. I think 27 by knockout. He's lost zero. He did this fight. He landed the most, what do you say? He's a, he's, he's now made history as the girl, if you don't move the damn screen, he's damn made history as the boxer with the most landed fights during an exhibition. So clearly, he's continuing to set records. Now, while a lot of people doubted him and had a lot to say about his performance, let's be very clear, okay? Let's be very clear. Floyd said something that made that hit home for me when I watched it because I ain't gonna lie. This was the first fight of Floyd's that I left the arena early. This was the first flight of fight of Floyd's that I didn't celebrate with him after, But it wasn't because I was disappointed. I just wanted to get out of there. But what I will say is that I was expecting more from him, like a fan. But I forgot what Floyd said to me before and what he said after the fight. He said, "You, my kids can't eat my legacy. And and that was really important to me. And then I saw something else online where people said that the fans used to be so mean to Floyd and so judgmental and so much attacking him in his career that the fans were never really there for him anyway, that most people buy the fight to watch him lose. And so he did what the fuck he needed to do for his family. And that goes back to what I've been saying around my business and what I'm doing. I'm not building Hollywood Unlocked to get an Oscar, I mean, a, 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 a Emmy or a Grammy and this and that. And for a minute, I started to get complacent with why I started what I do. And I started looking at all this external validation. That's not why Floyd got in the game of boxing. He got in to feed his family, feed his team, take care of his children. And he does all of that immaculately. And for that, he got a bag. Now, whether he made $20 million or $100 million, I don't know. Do, do, I, do I wish I would have saw him knock the boy out so that way I could have said, Black Lives Matter. Yes. But that's not what we saw. What we saw is what we saw. And he'll always be the greatest. Exactly. He'll always be the greatest boxer to me that lived, not just because I know him and because he supports Hollywood lot, but because he is. The numbers speak numbers for me. Jay-Z said men and women lie, but numbers don't. And the numbers say 50 to zero. He went out the champ. Like you said, he still has his faculties. And he's 44 years old, living his best life. And he just brought the life to Miami. So for that, I guess I could see where fans are disappointed because, like me, I wanted to see him knock him the fuck out for my own reasons. But if I take myself out the equation like most of us should and put myself in Floyd's shoes, that man made a lot of fucking money to take care of his kids, his grandbaby, and himself. By the way, I did see the grandbaby. Grandbaby's cute. And by the way, the grandbaby be doing this because the grandbaby going to be a boxer, too. Shout out to Money Team and Money Yaya and Floyd Money Mayweather. All right. That's all I have to say about that. You can talk to me when we come up gagging or gagnation. Go ahead and put the number up right now so people know how to call me. They should have it in their phone already. And also put the link up so they can come see me on camera. 1402 uh, gagging, 1402 G-A-G-G-I-N-G. Alexis, put the damn link up so people know where to come. Hello? Where the damn link? Oh, shit. It's right there. They got two cameras over here yeah they got two computers i don't know what the fuck to look at i'm looking at the computer in front of me sorry alexis you still be late to work though all right shit alexis got more excuses for being late to work she could never do fries at mcdonald's because the bitch would pull in and get a cheeseburger and no fries How, where the fry girl at the fry girl she's cut she's caught traffic She's the only person that'll forget something at home. Turn all the she live way the fuck somewhere no people nobody should live. She has to turn around and go all the way back to get some shit that she should put in an Uber and have it sent to Look. Where's the it's above me? Put the it's above me. It's above me now. Kelvin's late too. Where the fuck was the timing on that? Have your fingers on the goddamn buttons. Studio B is over in L.A. today. Some bullshit. All right. Anyway, I love them. You know, they don't look at me when I go off. Right when they see I'm about to go off, they all look like Alexis looks at her computer and Kevin looks at the wall. It's the funniest shit ever. And in my mind, I want to laugh, but I'm so mad at the time. But I want to laugh because it's almost like they all know, like, if we don't look at that crazy bitch, he's going to shut the fuck up. Okay? Fuck them. Now, look, 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 okay. The Africans in Atlanta are acting up. Obado got some good dick and some money. I'm telling you he do. Ain't no way this big bobblehead ass fucking whopper head ass nigga out there doing this without some money and some big old long man dingo Okay, now let me tell you about Obado because this nigga is a messy queen too. Allegedly, not really. Now, if Obado was gay, don't post no fucking buttons. If Obado was gay, I would hang with that nigga. But he worth $43 million, so I'm going to hang with him anyway. Low key, Obado, I'd even suck your dick if you get me a Rolls Royce. By this time, you're giving everybody a fucking Rolls Royce. Get you a nigga on your team. Because if you have me on your team, Obado, I keep you out here looking good. We're going to have to put a bag over your face, though, because you're not cute enough. It's not what I'm used to, but fuck it, nigga. I've, I've sucked the dick of a man, a nigga was less cuter than you at least once in my life. Shit. All right. Well, look. You know, it's different doing this show with Keisha standing right here because I feel the judgment. You know, at least from Kelvin, you know, we're in the same community, so I really don't feel judgment. But from Keisha, I feel like she like this whole gay nigga is a mess. But her uncle gay. So she know what it is. Look, Simon blasted. Fallon for cheating, oh oh, uh, Fallon's cheating man, okay, and accused Fallon Teleprompter, cause this is okay, Simon blasted Fallon for cheating comma, and the man accused of being obdose ex-wife side piece sounds off, okay. So the drama in Atlanta is going on now. Portia's getting ready to get the biggest peach of it all. Because I'm telling you, I'm convinced that she's created a storyline. I'm convinced that this is a storyline. I'm convinced that this bitch said Nene's out. We got to push her to the grave. Nini was just on my podcast where she said that the show is nothing without her. Because that'd be like taking Beyonce out of Destiny's Child. A lot of y'all had a lot to say. A lot of people supported that, and I agree. Well, back to these people, the drama between Simon uh, Obado, Fallon, and her the fiance Portia has gotten even more messier after Simon, who should work for Hollywood Unlocked at this point, dropped some receipts. Now, a lot of people have a lot of opinions about this because they're saying that you don't, this is this is violating girl code. But other people in Atlanta have told me that the show allegedly put Fallon with Portia as her friend, but that they weren't really friends in real life. So technically she does not owe her nothing, but either way, Portia, you showed up and did the scene in their home. And so it makes it makes you look crazy. Well, Obado is now accusing Fallon of cheating on him after uh, Housewives fans dragged him for getting engaged to Portia while he's still married to this other girl. Now here's a photo of Portia and Obado. Now this is Beauty and the Beast at its finest. Okay, now Obado is probably a decent looking young man wherever he comes from, you know, uh, and don't say I don't think he's attractive because he's dark skin because, bitch, I'm talking to somebody dark skin right now. And that motherfucker find is he finding anything I ever seen in my life. Now, Portia's sitting there looking real fucking cute. She looks a little lighter than no. Maybe maybe she's well, I'm not going to blame her that. But either way, they they're OK, they're cute together. All black, everything. Well, Fallon did this te- tell-all interview where she kind of teased it. And we can't show you that because I don't want to get a takedown notice. But either way, it looks really fucking fake to me. I don't know. Did you see it? It looked fake. It looks staged. This shit looks staged. Now, Fallon, you want to do a real interview? Bring your ass to Hollywood Unlocked. Baby, when I tell you, I, get, I will dig off in the business over here if you want to come talk to somebody. Come to Hollywood Unlocked. That way everybody knows it's real. Because if you come over here like New York did on the uh, final fifteen, the next fifteen, and she had the inner cry, where all the where all the tears is on the inside, nothing comes out. Bitch, if I hand you a handkerchief and no tears come out, I'm telling, I'm telling, telling, telling. Okay. Well, Simon is now accused Fallon of cheating and dropped his own receipts. Baby, he dropped a security camera clip. I'm going to show you this clip and then y'all tell me if you give a fuck. Take a look. Can they hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, so here they go walking up the thing. This is a long ass driveway, baby. This is the driveway to hell. Now, she knew what she was doing with Obedo and she knew he, look, he went one way and she went the other. Wait, is that him on the street? How are you going to show black people outside with a camera that ain't color? I don't know who was who, but either way, they went separate ways. Now, here's the gag. There was a photo from the security camera that he took a screenshot of. Take a look at this. okay? This is the man. Now, I ain't gonna lie. This nigga's cute. I went to his Instagram, and I almost slid in his DM and said, hey, big head. But... um uh, No, I didn't do it. Okay. Well, Simon posted that photo. And this is what he said in the caption. He said, when I say I have receipts of a cheating wife, this is what it looks like with Jalen Duckworth, aka Jalen Banks. When he comes to my home on different days to sleep with my wife while I'm out of town in Miami, waiting for the video showing them coming back to my home at the end of a night out, trying to avoid front door cameras. The dumb fucks forgot the security camera covers 360-degree view of the property. You cannot come on the property without being noticed by security cameras. Shaking my damn head. There are more receipts if needed. Now, this is what makes me believe this is all storyline. Because I have video cameras at my house. Let me show y'all something real quick. Hold on. Let me show y'all something real quick. This is the production staff sitting over there in the office right now, waving to the camera, watching the show. You mean to tell me that she forgot that there was security cameras on the property when she was bringing a nigga back to her nigga's house to fuck him? I don't believe none of this. I'm sorry. Until I interview Portia, Obado, and Fallon, and Kenya, because, you know, Kenya gonna tell you the real. Either way, I don't believe it. Well, Jalen didn't have a lot to say during the exchange, but he did take this Instagram story to shut down the rumors. And this is what he said. He said the interview didn't even drop yet and he's already ready to attack. That's a sign of guilt. Why are you talking, Jalen? All we want you to do is shut the fuck up, look cute and drop an OnlyFans page so we can go see what your dick look like. At this point, nobody gives a fuck about the side nigga or the side bitch. <clears throat> All we want to do is see what you got going on. And if you have a little penis, we're not even going to – we don't care. Because it, 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 if Portia left – you, if Fallon – I don't even care. Do any of us care at this point? I'm just sick of the whole messy thing. But they're hoping that we all tune in to next season of Real Housewives of Atlanta because they're going to want us to see what the fuck is going on. Mind you, I'm on Bigo right now. I just got a big gift. Thank you, Bigo. Who sent me that? Thank you, China. Let me add, let me follow you right now, China. Thank you. China said, I'm a cashy bitch. Let me come in here and get you up. I got so many boxes today. I think I got 48 boxes yesterday. Today, I got 14. Shout out to China who just threw me a gift. If you throw me big gifts on Beagle, I'll shout you out of my show. Awesome. All right, well, look. I don't know what's going on out there in Atlanta. I still have said, and I'm going to say it again, I think candy needs to be replaced from Housewives of Atlanta. I think they need to bring back Phaedra and Nene to read these bitches off the set. I think uh, Cynthia needs to become a friend to the show. Portia and and Kenya need to do a celebrity boxing match. I think they should get in the ring and beat each other down. I'm not coming. Marlo needs a peach just so she can walk up and shove it in these bitches' mouth. Because at this point, nobody believes that Marlo should get a peach, including Nene. Nene was on my show and said that um, Marlo gave them everything that she had. Shout out to everybody giving me the super gifts. Hey, Danny. Ooh, I know Danny was cute, but I was looking. All right. In the words of Oprah, who's having that conversation? Ciao, nobody. Bye, uh, Ubado. Obado. Don't Obado look like he could be Kelvin's uncle? Kelvin, hold on a second. Hold on, Kelvin. Get on the screen. Get on the screen, Kelvin. Tell me, he, take your hat off. Okay, 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 tell me. Y'all be playing with me. Y'all be playing. Y'all be playing, but y'all not going to play with me. Y'all not going to play with me. Okay. But Kelvin got niggas, though, because he was dating somebody who played a saxophone. How you come to my events and meet somebody and all of a sudden y'all like karaoke every goddamn day? Motherfucker ain't never called me and they invited me to karaoke and you on my payroll. Huh. Huh. Played himself right into your life, didn't he? Fuck out of here. Yeah. Think I don't see shit. Boy, let me tell you something. When I run into my staff at the club, I'm in they fucking business, too. Bitch, I'm Hollywood Unlocked, but tonight I'm Kelvin Unlocked, and I'm looking at what the fuck you got going on. In the corner playing the saxophone if you want to. Anyway. Bet you was playing that saxophone. Allegedly.
1: Allegedly. (laughs) We what is the reason,
0: bitch? Hold on, my heart news is too fresh. I can't take it. I can't slip out the chair tonight. Hold on, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. All right, hold on. hold on, hold on, hold on, y'all. My heart news. My anxiety level ain't gotten shot down. Ox, bitch. I'm, I'm holding on. Oh Lord, that was funny. Y'all had to know. It's an inside joke. You have to know. Kelvin, you know, when we first ran into each other at the gay club, you know, you see your boss at the gay club. It's like, do I speak or do I just walk by the section? And then I'm over here being a hoe, so I don't want my staff to see me being a hoe. But at this point, they did not been in my house so long. They did not seen the pitter patter. These motherfuckers walk right by my room and go shut the production door because they know I got to sneak somebody out. But my staff understand what it is. Now I got a new house with a new layout. Bitch, I'm looking at new escape plans. Like how how I get these niggas a bungee jump over the balcony. Bitch, can you slide down the hill into your car? You know what I mean? Like now, now the production studio has the balcony where these bitches can actually, see, and they nosy as fuck. Johnny's lunch, he comes to the kitchen every day to get his lunch at the times he don't need to be there. Why are you in the kitchen getting your lunch? Why, you know, and Rob, every time I'm on Beagle, Rob is right there. He wanted Rob, just join Beagle. Nigga, you on Beagle. You on my Beagle, you might as well get paid for it. <sighs> y'all going to be on Kelvin's Instagram looking for people who play the saxophone. And the gag is y'all going to find it. And, and then y'all going to post it. Um, and then I'm going to gag and Kelvin's going to gag. Just tag me in it so I can repost it, okay? All right, look. Okay. Well, look. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let's get better here. Let's get, let's, let's get serious. Hold on. Let's get serious. Hold on. Hold on. I don't even know why I'm like this. Like, I don't even know why I'm like this. Like I, I wake up every day. Thank you, God. Thank you. Happy birthday, Hollywood Unlock, for my staff and my supporters who let me wake up and be messy every fucking day. I'm messy for, Take the goddamn confetti out, bitch. We get it. We've celebrated already. It's not that. <sighs> okay. Okay. Serious topic. Lil Dirk. He's in the news. Okay. First of all, my condolences go out to Lil Durk and his family, specifically his parents, because there's no easy way to get through what's going on right now. And I and I have actually prayed for Lil Durk, and I don't even know you, brother. I, I did pray for you. Lil Dirk's brother got shot and killed outside of a club in Chicago. Now, some of you may remember the last time I went to uh, Chicago with Tiffany Haddish for the All Star game. And I went to, um, thank you, Jersey, Can- uh, Jersey Candy. I went to the club with Cardi and Migos. And I told you I felt unsafe. And remember, Cardi took a video of me at the club and she put on her Instagram story. And she said, Jason Lee wants to go back to LA. I, you, Chicago is not one of those cities to play around with. It, it is a, it's, it, it is, it's It is. its its a People, I don't know the situation of what happened here, but the brother of rapper Little Dirk was shot to death outside of a Harvey strip club early Sunday, and a police officer got shot too in a separate shooting. So let me break down for you what actually happened in case you missed this because this is really sad. Dante Banks Jr. He's known as OTF D Thang. He's a rapper. He was shot outside of Club O. Here's a photo of the brother just by himself so you can see him. Young kid, young guy. Um, don't know his history, don't know much about him, but, but, but police say that he was shot in the head and that he died at the scene. And this, and just before this shooting happened, a Harvey police officer observed someone in possession of a gun. And so I don't know why they didn't intervene and do anything. But, um, but either way, during the altercation, officer got shot. And then later on in the night, police responded to another shooting. And they say that people, that the police say that they think that it was retaliation for this shooting and somebody got killed over there now you know Lil Durk recently just lost I mean just had a friend get shot in the eye the rapper uh, Lil Reese he got shot in the eye we're not going to show you that video because real graphic But we talked about it here on the show this is Lil Reese he got shot in the eye now I don't know he's been shot I think nine times now this is this is it like cats don't even live past this but either way we send our sympathy sympathies there now remember 6ix9ine was trolling Dirk since the killing of King Von and this is King Von the rapper from Chicago who got killed in Atlanta um King Von got shot and killed he's another young rapper who was tied to Lil Durk Now, now 6ix9ine had a lot to say and this is what 6ix9ine had said then trolling him he said Lil Durk tell the truth about your gang man they really dying now Six nine has DM'd us on Hollywood Unlocked, and he's texted my phone, and he's tried to link up with me, and he wants to build this relationship with me. And I did find him fascinating, and did want to interview him. But honestly, my spirit just—I'm not in the space right now for no interview. To be around any energy that's—that's that's this toxic and and, uh, and and negative. You know, six nine has a death warrant, and six nine will eventually get caught slipping, and six nine will eventually die. I don't want him to. I don't want anybody to die. But that's just the fact. You can't do what you're doing and talk about people's dead family members. I know having lost somebody, if somebody at the time of a death of my family member or somebody close to me did this, I would want to I would want them fucking dead. I would go drop a bag off in the hood with an address and I would walk the fuck away and just watch the news. You know what I mean? But six, nine has had a lot to say. Now, he did comment on Dirk's brother's death. And this is what he said. Uh, do are we already show that. Did we show that? Okay, so that's what that's what he said in response to the brother dying. Now, just last month, when little when little Dirk's friend, little Reese, who I just told you about, got shot in the eye, Six Nine had a lot to say about that. I don't know if we have those comments, but he he basically laughed about it as well, and po- and mocked a video, posting a video of little Reese. And so I just don't know where this is going to go. But I I just wanted to tell the story because, you know, as somebody who's lost his brother who brother got shot in the head. I wanted to say to Lil Dirk, I don't know you that well. I don't know you really at all. And I don't know your music. But from one person, one human being to another, I'm sending my condolences to you and your family, to your mother, your father, to your any siblings that you have. I'm sending my condolences to you. I know what it feels like. And I pray that you find the strength to make it through, brother. And at some point, I do want to interview you because I think for the culture, you, know, you do have a, a hold on these younger people. And they look to you guys who are making it out and they don't understand why all of you aren't still making it all the way through. And, um, you know, I know it's a a complex issue. Um, and to, and to six, nine, and to everybody else, you know, Angela Stant was on my podcast. She talked about my mother who was dead. These people mocking his dead brother. I feel like there has to be a line that you don't cross. Now, if you want to talk about my dead mom, go ahead, but we got to draw a line where family members are off the, off the fucking list. Like we can't be going after people's dead family members, I don't think that it's fair, but then again, some of you don't care. And again, my condolences to you, uh, Dirt. All right. Now, I know there's a lot of people in here watching. Here's the number to call in. Let me give it to you one more time and put the link up to come on the screen. 1402 gagging. You're going to be able to come on live and talk to me soon. You can call me up. You can come on the screen and talk to me, 1402 gagging, or click that link right there and get in the queue. There's a lot of people there, um, and and I'm going to be bringing people on. All right. Before we go any further, can I just tell everybody how to get this beautiful sweater? Let me tell you how to get this merch. You can go right now to the website, hollywoodunlocked.com slash shop. hollywoodunlocked.com slash shop. You can get uh, face masks, hoodies, uh, backpacks, phone cases, notebooks. You can get everything. Uh, also, to become a premium member, you can go to our YouTube channel and click join. That's how you get all of our emojis. So That way you can go to people's pages that we we don't like here and put them up. Okay, do that now. It's not that much. All right. Look, um, before we get into Kid Rock, do we have uh, you guys over in L.A. in Studio A? Do we have the picture of the YouTubers that we don't like? Does Johnny have that? No. OK, make sure he has it for all the shows moving forward so we could show Snagglepuss and, uh, you know, Michelin Man. OK. All right. Kid Rock he launched a homophobic slur. Now, let me tell you, I stopped fucking with Kid Rock a long time ago when he came for Beyonce. Remember the Beehive? They went and lit his ass up, baby. They still, I don't think they hated anybody more than him next to Kerry Hilson. Kerry Hilson and 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 Kid Rock and Farrah Franklin are all on a trip on Spirit Airlines the fuck out of the culture because people don't like him. Well, Kid Rock, after he attacked Beyonce, we we somewhat, somewhat forgot about it, but baby, now the gay community and everybody is on it because he dropped a homophobic slur. He was rocking a mic at a bar in Tennessee where all these hicks were, okay? This is where all the white folks get together. And, and a hick ain't a white person. A hick is a racist white person that ain't got nothing to do but sit around and talk about niggas. He got to the bar, got on the mic, and the Trump supporter had a lot to say. This is what he did. Uh-huh. Just so y'all know, I want you to see this dumbass motherfucker. Play it again.
1: Put your
0: in- now he basically said you fucking faggots now he was at some place called fish lips bar and grill and people had their phones out and were recording this this is in a city called smithville make sure to text in the middle screen all right now people had a lot to say about it and i just wanted to come here and show it because i've not been a supporter anyway I've not supported it, but I did reach out to him to interview him. And, you know, a friend of mine who happens to be a black person who's friends with him, I said, yo, I would like to interview him because I want to know what I want him to answer to it. Now, what they're saying is he was drunk. okay? and we're also being told that security was going around telling people to put their phones down during his performance because they didn't want him to cap. They didn't want to capture it. But Kid Rock decided to take matters into his own hands and do it anyway. Now, this isn't the first time that he's been caught on stage ranting now in 2019 he was drunk and he took shots at Oprah and Joy Behar y'all, y'all forgot about that take a look
1: I'm not a bad guy. I'm just an honest guy that says hey I'm like Oprah Winfrey or Joy Behar Taking stuff it's some dick sideways you guys break down Hey, you're fucking bracing like you're fucking weird. Oh my god! And uh, you call your people, I call mine. Like, what? This <laughs> is fucking
0: weird, right? Seriously. Now, I'm, I, I believe when you're drunk, you say what the fuck you mean. So he felt that. Wipe my face down, child. We getting through it, y'all. We getting through it. We getting through it. All right, but look, when you're drunk, you say what you feel, right? You say what you feel. And I feel like he meant that shit. And so, Kid Rock, when's the last time anybody's talked about you outside of your bullshit? This is when you know your career is going downhill. This is when you know nobody cares about you. This is when you know you have to rely on the white sheets and the people that wear them well to support you and fund your stupid ass career. Now we remember when you were with uh wasn't he with uh Pamela Anderson? Wasn't weren't they together? Can somebody google that? Can you can we see? Hold on y'all. Let me see if I can find this motherfucking tea. Hold on. Hold on. Kid Rock cuz I don't remember. I don't forget shit. Pamela Anderson. They were married. They were married. See, I don't forget shit, bitch. He probably caught that hepatitis. You know, I don't know if he did. Allegedly. Can we do allegedly? Or maybe, allegedly. I don't know, maybe it's, maybe there's something bigger going on with him that we don't know about. Cause you know, um, I thought I was having a heart failure earlier. I was ready to risk it all. Fuck it. I was going to go to the club tonight and just, you know, tear New York down. But now I'm not, you know? My doctor, by the way, you know what she told me? She said, You're doing so great. Go out and celebrate. Go to the gym. She said, Go to the gym. She said, Celebrate not by having a drink, but go to the gym and have great sex. That's what the fuck I'm talking about, doc. Shit. Okay. Well, don't have, I'm not going to have as many alcoholic drinks as uh, Kid Rock because Kid Rock clearly uh, looks like a, 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 a homophobic person. And an alcoholic. And a Trump supporter. Uh, I'm done. Get her off my screen. Well, I hope this don't cause a whole bunch of shit on Instagram. But I think this brings us to our last topic. One, one, almost our last topic. Erica Mena and Safari. Now, Erica Mena told us don't post her no more and we don't. And she's not even fame enough, famous enough to be talked about, but nonetheless, she's doing dumb shit, or she's involved in the, some shit going on online right now. And let me start by saying, I used to like Erica. If you followed me from Love and Hip Hop days, you saw me and her. I posted her before. I used to like her, and I used to think she likes me, but I don't think there's anything real about Erica Mena. I don't. I think that she is a attention whore who wants people to talk about her and not always in the nicest way. She doesn't really care about her image. She doesn't really care about anybody but Erica. When she got engaged to Safari and married, I was a little bit disappointed. I'm going to tell you why. Because Safari is low-key one of the nicest fucking people you're ever going to meet in life. He's been on my show. He used to be my friend. And we're not friends anymore because he got married to Erica Mena, And out of respect for his wife, he chose not to deal with me after she told got mad that we re, that we released their wedding photo or their pregnancy photos. But that's what the fuck I do. I'm in the job of talking about what's happening. She felt because we were friendly that I wasn't supposed to do that. Well girl, you were supposed to let me know as an exclusive, but you didn't so I got it and I exclusively put it out. Well, after I stopped supporting Erica Mena, I had to back away from Safari. So we follow both of them and I told my team do we follow Safari? We don't follow Erica. But we follow Safari. Okay, we follow Safari, but we don't follow Erica. I think I I love Safari. You know, I love you. And I hope that now that you are leaving her and leaving this toxic world that you somewhat got sucked into, that you come back over here and become friends with Hollywood Unlocked because we like Safari. We like you not just because you wrote all those nice songs for Nicki Minaj Or because we had a good time on Love and Hip Hop, but because you are, yeah, we know he has a big penis. Not that either. I fucking love Safari. He's a nice person. But I never thought it would work out with these two, ever. Because oil and water, oil and water, Kim and Kanye, it's just not it. Erica comes off as a very toxic person. And I can tell you, as somebody who used to like Erica, I would never trust her. Never. Not even in a million years. Would I interview her? Yes. Do I care if she comes on my show? Absolutely not. Do I ever want to be in the same room as her? No. And do I would I ever trust her? Not even if Jesus Christ told me I had to. No. Nope. Nope. Well, Safari is now refusing to give full custody of his kids to Erica. As he should. He's fighting for his kids. Safari so and Erica have called it off again. Erica filed for divorce. Now things are getting messy as the divorce is being finalized because it's been reported that Safari is willing to give Erica their primary home because he's a guy a gentleman. However, he's denying her request to have primary custody of their daughter Sapphire and their unborn child. Why are we talking about, why is it an issue? Why are we not rallying behind safari when we have a black man who's fighting to be in his children's life? This is a black man fighting to be in his child's life. He ain't fighting to be her man. He ain't fighting to he fighting to be in his kid's life. Everybody on the internet should be rallying behind safari. He left one abusive relationship with Nicki Minaj to get another r- abusive relationship, toxic relationship, toxic relationship, not abusive, with Erica Mina. And now he just wants to be free. He just wants to be free, child. Safari is requesting that he have joint legal custody for both of their children. And in the initial filing, it was reported that Erica also wanted child support. And says uh, Safari denies that uh, Safari wants to deny this request and have the court decide whether either party will have to pay the child support. And Safari also wants to keep exclusive possession of their cars and any property acquired as individuals, which again, I keep trying to tell everybody, if you're gonna date me, if you if we're gonna get married, there's a prenup because I own Hollywood unlocked. You come in the same way you go out. you come in, you go out with what you came with. You just got your place. Don't let Shane take after your place if it don't work out. Alexis, she's married. She's over there in the studio. I don't know what her and her man got, but he's African, and you already know how they can behave. Look at Obado. So, you know, good luck with that. I hope they last. They look like they'll last forever, but you know, some days you wake up and you don't want to last. Hold on, Alexis, do you have a uh, do you have a prenup? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucked up. You fucked your shit up. Fuck that. She you fucked your shit up. Well, either way, none of them have spoken out publicly about it, about their pending divorce. But Wendy did. Remember, Wendy had a lot to say. This is what she said about their relationship on her show. I
3: don't really know you much, Erica, but I do know Safari enough. And you all need to stop fighting and threatening divorce so much. And 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 you all need to grow up and grow into being parents. And if you're not gonna wanna be married, then just get a divorce and co-parent. Yeah. And babies don't save marriages, but um, good luck with at least your first six months. Yeah, good luck.
0: Now, uh, Erica didn't like that. And Erica was not feeling it, baby. And she clapped back. This is what she said on Twitter. She said, Wendy Williams, at this point, let's link up so I could beat your ass. Your ex-husband didn't do a good enough job. Since when was it cool for a woman to support uh, domestic violence of another woman? This goes back to speaking on the type of person that Erica is. Now, Erica is a great television. She's great entertainment. But we also like watching train wrecks. And we like watching people fall off cliffs and shit. You know what I mean? Because it's just shit we can't take our eyes off of. Shit, I just saw a link to a motherfucker getting a blowjob in the subway. I couldn't take my eyes off of it. It wasn't something that I should be watching. But I couldn't stop watching. it. I'm like, God damn, it's people walking by and shit. Is that happening in New York? Make me want to take the fucking train. But I ain't taking the train. You know, I ain't taking the fucking train in New York. You ain't gonna get my ass. By the way, I have a, a billboard in Times Square. If you ever make it to New York, go to Times Square. It's somewhere over there. I don't know. It's on 42nd or something. Erica, I wish you the best. I really do. I want you to find happiness. I think you need to go to therapy. I need. I think you need to go sit down with a professional who can really help you talk through some of your anger. Um, I've never hated you. I, I used to really like you. Um, you disappointed me in how you handled me doing my job. So you can't get mad that I'm doing it tonight, but you probably will, but I don't care. And to Safari, I love you like, I love you, man. You are, you You know, when you were trying to fight Meek Mill and I brought you to New York and sat you down with Floyd, we was trying to set that up because we wanted you and Meek Mill to get in there and beat the shit out of each other. Y'all were going to beat each other the same way that Billboard has beat Nicki Minaj, but it never happened. You know what I mean? And, you know, but I did try. Uh, and so uh, to, to you, uh, uh, Safari, you know, I'm here for you. Um, if you want to reach out, please call me. I still have the same numbers. You have my numbers. Um, Erica, if you call me, I'm going to block you. All right, that's it with that story. Bye-bye. Let me give you the number to call in tonight. It's one four zero two gagging And also here's the link to come up here and talk to me face to face. I'm Jason Lee, and this is Gagging with Jason Lee. This show is fun. I told Rob I really created the show to just get all the mess out in one day because I'm trying not to live a messy life. But this show is my excuse to be messy as fuck. And then I literally leave it. It's sort of like if you've ever jacked off, right when you come, you, you, you're ready to go to sleep. It's like, oh, it's the greatest release. And Kelvin produces this show very well. And Johnny's done a, an amazing job. You know, Johnny once told me he wasn't a guy from Beagle. So don't talk to him like that. Child, he didn't know I caught him on Beagle. That shit was funny as hell um baby when i tell you it's a whole reality show over here every network you're missing a reality show these people that work for me are just as entertaining as me keisha got a new apartment she would sleep on a zoom call we looking at her like either this girl smoking weed pounds by the pounds or she fucking sleep but anyway whatever Now, look, this is some dumb shit I got to tell you about, okay? Now, a California man got 15 years to life after propping his murdered wife on a couch as their kids opened Christmas gifts. The man put his... Back in March, William Wallace, William Wallace was convicted of second-degree murder for awaiting trial for nine years for propping his murdered wife on a couch as their kids open their Christmas gifts. Who I know who wrote this. Deja wrote this, right? Deja finds all the weirdo stories at Hollywood Unlocked. By the way, can y'all please stop attacking my staff for writing stories? Because y'all be in their DMs and threatening them and stuff. And we ain't worried about none of y'all. But this incident occurred back in 2011. And on Christmas morning, Wallace told his three children, the couple's newborn son and three and an eight-year-old daughters, that his wife, Zazel Preston, got drunk and ruined Christmas. Now, it's reported that prior to Zazel's death, the couple had continuous instances of domestic violence, which was ironic uh, because Zazel was studying domestic violence with hopes of becoming a counselor. But during the trial, the oldest daughter recounted the couple arguing and William pushing the woman into a glass table and him carrying her into a bathroom to clean her up. So she also says that he dropped her, hitting her head on the side of the toilet And that her body was later cold. So on Christmas morning, she says that he dragged the mother's body into the living room. This is the daughter. And propped her on the couch before the youngest kids came to open their presents. Well, he was given 15 years to life in prison. And so now he's gone. But isn't this crazy? What was even crazier was when I found out that this was a black couple. Because this is shit that white people do. Black people don't do shit like this. this. The only people that do shit like this is white people and people from Florida. I don't know where he from, but people from Florida, y'all be doing the weirdest shit. Every time I see a weird story on Hollywood, i like, that'd be like, they from Florida. And then I read it and it's like, yep, there they go. They from Florida. <sighs> All right. Is that it? Bitch, it's time to gag. Go ahead. Gagging with Jason right now. Call me one four zero two. Gagging. Put the damn card up, boy. Oh, what? What? Do what? Just do whatever it's supposed to do. I already showed them. Her. Is there a? Is there a commercial? Get to the commercial, girl. Hold on. Oh, no. Go back to me. I ain't ready. Get to the commercial. I don't know. They said it's a damn commercial. Okay, before we get to the commercial, but hold on, shit. Let me do a couple other things. You can follow us on Instagram, Gagnation. We have an Instagram page. We're getting ready to get it verified. Go ahead and do that. Uh, Kelvin manages the page, so if he's not doing a good enough job, go on his Instagram and tell him to stop fucking following the saxophone play around. All right. Also, I'm on Bego, and I have this show. First, let me show you my Beagle ID. This is me over there. I'm at the only Jason Lee. Find me on Beagle, add me. Right now, there's 630 people watching me over there. Hi, Beagle. Okay, um, I'm on Beagle. Make sure you find me. But I also have a show on Monday nights. Let me put the flyer up for that. It's called Beagle Unlocked. It's a brand new show. It's with me, Super Mother, and Tamar Braxton. It's live Monday nights. It goes down at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You have to download the app to find me. It's fucking crazy. I want to show you a clip from yesterday's show, because it's on Monday night. So you go, Monday, my podcast in the morning. Monday at night, Vigo Unlocked. Tuesday, you see gagging. Wednesday, I don't know. Thursday, I'm on Fox. So Wednesday, we have a podcast. Thursday, Fox. So Friday, bitch, I'm on a flight to Aruba to find my nigga. Saturday, Sunday, I don't know what's happening. But anyway, this is a clip from last night. I brought with Tanisha Thomas from Bad Girls Club. Tobigo and then Natalie Nunn popped up at the show and pulled up. And baby, the show went left. Take a look. No not
3: shade. Gonna
0: You're not
4: gonna no tell shade, me who I
3: think Tanisha, about. I'm gonna respect my BG sisters for what, what it is. No shade at all. I'm gonna get flowers where flowers are deserved. Tanisha has been iconic, she has worked her ass off. She deserves all that, all the blessings that come from this franchise as we have built this. From the ground up with oxygen, and now with the blessed with the Zeus Network. But I'ma really need her to understand that I am booked, busy, and blessed. I have no time to make no fake ass pages to DM you like I'm fucking one one two three five. Or what are you talking about, girl? I'm on my way in a two thousand dollar first class seat that I paid for to come fucking see you. And you think I got time to fucking send you some fake shit from a fake page? If you don't get the fuck off my shit! Because I'm in Brooklyn right now with all the Brooklyn niggas. And we outside at the bar. I'm just waiting for you to pull up. No, sis, don't do that. Y'all better than that. Now, first of all. Sit down and have a drink. Now, first of all.
0: Now, if you want the tea, it's happening on Bigo too, bitch. When I tell you I'm reshaping this app, but Bigo better get it the fuck together. Because if Bigo don't make Bigo great again, you're going to run into a different experience, Bigo. All right, well, look. On top of all that, um, I have to tell you that um, we're going to pay our bills by reading this commercial. Okay. Listen, (coughs) TikTok is welcoming the first official For You TikTok podcast hosted by creator Brittany Broski. Now, they discuss everything TikTok with the creators who have turned the platform into a global community and cultural phenomenon. Now, this podcast really is... For you, whether you're a creator or just interested in the world of TikTok, join for never before heard stories and insights from those and create videos and culture on TikTok. A TikTok for you podcast can be previewed on TikTok Live every Wednesday at 530 Pacific, 830 p.m. Central. Host and top TikTok creator Brittany Broski was hilarious and warm hearted uh, conversations about the world of TikTok with those who know it best. Past guests have included Frankie Jonas, Bowman Martinez Reed, Lauren Gray, and Youngblood. Listen to TikTok for your podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Simple. All right, now listen, uh, it's time to gag with Jason. I'm going to go ahead and put that up right now. Let's go. Gagging with me, you can call in 1402 GAGGING. That's 1402 GAGGING. And also, here is the link to be able to come. Now, if you're coming through the video chat, enable your echo cancellation because I ain't trying to hear all that. And if you're calling, please pay attention to the phone call and not the stream because you may miss your chance to gag with me, okay?
1: <sighs> oh.
0: Child, wipe away the sins, child. Wipe away the sins. All right. Um, let's start by Weedy pool Did you get your bonnet?
5: Yeah. I got it, but the only reason I don't have it on right now is because I was out. I had... I was out and... Oh, oh Jesus. Wait a minute. I was out and I was getting... I was dressed. So I didn't have a chance to take out all that stuff on off you know i had a stroke
0: listen at some point no you did not have a stroke did you just say you had a stroke
5: yeah i'm serious i'm serious
0: Oh, you when did you when did you have a stroke in
5: 2014.
0: Okay, but Weedy Pool, you you got your faculties. You know what's going on. Get the damn uh, bonnet on and put it on the next time that we call back. This ain't a stroke. This is an of-
5: Hold on. Put me back on in, in a few minutes. I'll put, I'll put my back bonnet on.
0: <laughs> okay, Amberlynn, what says you? What do you think about what's going on?
6: I say that Kid Rock is a homophobic piece of shit. And how would he like if I called him a crispy, crumbly, you know, uh, translucent, see-through piece of shit? How would he like that? It's disrespectful. Not translucent. Translucent, see-through. I can see you in the dark. Absolutely. He's disrespectful. Erica and Safari. I feel like he should not have to fight for his children. That she should just go ahead and give him half of the custody, allow him to be a dad. Your kids deserve that. Just because you're a piece of shit bitch doesn't mean that your kids gotta be. Like, make sure that he can take care of his kids and raise his children properly. Allow them to have that. They deserve that, period. He's gonna be happy somewhere else. Allow his kids to see that he's happy even without you and that he knows how to be a father and co-parent, period. Either that or give up custody bitch because you don't care no more anyway, you cloud chasing.
0: Do you think it was the dick that made her crazy?
6: I think it was the plastic surgery that made her crazy. I think that her dilapidated ass cheeks are going to her brain and she can't think properly anymore. You know, something happened when she got pregnant, the hormones mixed with the ass cheeks and it just fucked her head up.
0: So. (laughs) Okay. I I have to take her off. You're going to get me in trouble, Amberlynn. That was a mess. Um. Hold on a minute. I'm on, on. I'm on minute. mute.
2: I don't know how I got on here, but I'm on here. What's up, Jason?
0: Okay. Um, everybody's okay, watching. Um, this everybody's movie. watching. This has Jason Please. has me. about Please. try to hit on you. i to try to hit that. on you. I'm, I, I just wanted to bring you up here and get I a just closer to look at you while I ask you what you want to respond to on the show tonight.
2: Um. I just want to sing the national anthem because people come on here and they be saying they singers, but they not really singers. So I feel like here we go.
0: No, I feel no. I feel like it's the free promo for me, and we we love you, but sing it in your
1: back. you
0: please wait before we get started with Sharon? Can you push the I was rooting for you button because I really, really, really
4: I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare
3: you?
0: Okay, Sharon. Uh I don't know what's going on with your Wi-Fi, but if you can hear me, go ahead. All right, Sharon, we're gonna come back. Get your Wi Fi together. Okay, Weedy Pooh. Show off your bonnet. Let me see. Show them your bonnet.
5: Can you can you see? Can you see it? You see it?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, well, Winnie do you like the bonnet?
5: Yeah, I like it. I like. I had it on last night. I got it because I got it out the um, mailbox S- Saturday night. So I had it on last night, but I had to go somewhere today.
0: Where'd you go today? I went
5: to the doctor. I went is to the doctor. Good? I I went to um my, my neurologist and stuff, and then I go got to go see my ne- neurosurgeon um, in two weeks.
0: Okay, is everything okay? Everything's good.
5: Yeah, I'm, look, the only, you'll know when, um, if anything is wrong with me, when you don't see me on here. That's the I'm only gonna
0: time look, I'm. We're going to be looking for you. So what you got to do, Weedy Pooh? you got somebody to take a picture you wearing your bonnet from the back. And then you got to post it online and just say, bitch, gag on this.
5: <laughs> Damn right. Damn right.
0: All right, Weedy Pooh, we're going to come right back to you. Do we have, um, let's see who's down here. Hello?
5: Hi, Jason.
0: How are you? Y'all just said fuck the lighting, huh? But go ahead, girl. What's going on? What, you th- what do you want to comment on today?
3: You know, I just enjoyed listening. No comments. My first time
5: logging in with you guys.
0: Well, nice. We'll keep coming back. It works. Hold on. Let me give him a second chance.
5: I, I
2: will say so I can be on topic. I do feel like there's a lot of casual racism that happens in some of these other communities that I'm not that I'm not cool with and um, it's just unfortunate because you know I grew up where Kid Rock had some crossover hits, so it's just really disappointing that he would be so vile and so racist and homophobic in these ways. So I completely agree with your analysis of it.
0: Only because you're smart and cute, I'm going to let you sing the national anthem. Go ahead.
2: All right.
1: <clears throat> oh, say can you see By the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streamed, And the rocket's red glare the bombs of stinging air Gave proof through the night That a flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave we're the land of the free and the home of the brave.
0: Now listen, now listen wow, I love you there, and you and you're cute, but look, listen. If we can let Amber Lynn. And fucking uh, Christina, go head to head and and Christina call her a nigga right here on the show. We can let this nigga sing. All right, cool. Thank you. You did a great job, Brian. All right, and you kind of cute too. All right, Sharon, break it down.
3: All right, can you see me okay now?
0: I can see you very clear. Okay,
3: all right. So I want to start off by Rick Ross. So I want to say that Jason... You definitely, most definitely, and I'm not saying this to you because you are my boss, but you definitely wore it better. Okay? Rick Ross's titties looked like he was trying to feed two sets of twins. Okay? It wasn't working for him. Now, Floyd. Let me tell you something. Floyd did not do what he had to he did what he wanted to do. There is a difference. That man has made his titles. He's 50 and old. He's done what he needed to do. If he wanted to stand in that boxing ring with his arms crossed, he can do what the fuck he wants to. He's retired. He can do whatever the hell he wants to. He got a bag for his family. Props to you, Floyd. I would stand in the ring and let a motherfucker knock me out to get however much Floyd got paid. Okay? I would just fix whatever with the money that I won. So props to you, Floyd. Now, Portia. Okay? I am so tired about talking about Obado, Portia, and Fallon. Okay? Uh Look, here's the thing. Obado, you knew Fallon was going to cheat on you when she got with your ugly ass because you knew it was for your money. Don't nobody want to fuck you for real. They don't want to fuck you in real life. Ain't nobody finna fuck you for free. Bitch, if you ain't have the money, wouldn't nobody be fucking with you. You know that. Okay? So what I say is let's just keep the fuck over it. Portia, Allen, Obado, just be a thruffle. Use it for a storyline because, of course, we all know you like to eat pussy anyway. Okay? Now, moving on. Who's next to the messy part? Lil Dirk. I do listen to Lil Durk's music, it's very meaningful, and my condolences go out to his family. However, I feel like 6ix9ine, instead of writing stuff or typing stuff and being a Twitter thug, that what you need to type us is what you want written on your tombstone. Because at this time, what it's going to say, if we say it on our own, is here lies a trolling ass bitch that had no good music, so had nothing better to do but to troll. So let's get that in order because you will die soon. Nigga, your days are numbered. Now, Kid Rock, okay? I am so tired of people talking about, oh, I was drunk and I didn't mean it. No, he meant exactly what he said. And Kid Rock, don't nobody want to see your gig because we know that it's the V's anyway because you were indeed with Pamela Anderson. End of discussion. Now, Safari. Good for you that you want to get those kids. Now, Air Commander, we knew that you was the industry hoe and you was trying to get industry dick ever since you was in Chris Brown's video mm-hmm. and they said you're fucking breath sink, okay? We knew, bitch, that you was trying to get people you done bought from, went from Chris Brown to Bow Wow and just box your little ass around you happened to get Safari, Now, you need to go ahead and let him get them kids so that you don't get an opportunity to raise them like the hoe that you are, okay? Now. And first of all, second of all, let's go into this Wendy Williams thing. You came for the queen, okay? Since when is it okay to condone violence? But get your facts straight, bitch, because Wendy was never hit on. However, you were hit on by Kimbella when she fucked your face up, and then you ran to the police and said, my face got fucked up. Bitch, you're not about that life. Stop acting like it. Now, what else do we have? Oh, that's it for the messy report. Remember, there's nothing too messy for the messy report, and we cover the mess so you don't have to stress.
0: That's all, Jason. People are saying that YouTube is freezing up. I don't know how to fix that. But what I can fix is the lawsuit. Put the disclaimer up real quick, please. (laughs) Uh, Everything that she said belongs to her. Okay, listen. Uh, Hold on one second. Any cute Sharon? Oh
3: yeah, he's fine as hell. He can he can replace Jamaica.
0: We gotta get him out of here. He's bad for he's bad for business. All right, <laughs> listen. Um, y'all, let's take a phone call really quick. Go ahead and bring a phone call in, please. Let's see if this works. Hello. Next caller. I tell y'all, pay attention
1: to the phone call. Hello.
0: Hello. Hi. Hi.
4: <laughs> hey, Jason. Um, I've been watching you for quite a while. And I love your show. I'm young. I'm 21, but. This is what I do on my casual Mondays or Tuesdays or whenever you come, because you're rich. So, today's topic I wanna talk about is Kid Rock looking like a semen built as, I don't know why he always got something homophobic to say, it's probably because he secretly wanna come out as transgender. Like the way he's built, the way he wearing his hair, he possibly like Bruce Jenner's twin. So maybe he needs to just come out And maybe he'll be more
5: happier
0: with the world. Happy Pride Month, bitch. I don't know you, but I live for you. You're definitely related to me in some way. I don't know (laughs) who you are or where you're from, but you're definitely related to me. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Make sure you call back in because I live for you. First of all, she ended with Happy Pride Month, bitch. That's how you're supposed to drop. Hold on. My attorney's calling me. Hold on one second. I might have something to tell you. Hold on. Hello? Hey, wait, wait, I'm in the middle of a live stream. I'm almost done. I'm gonna call you right back. Uh, No problem. Okay, well, listen, I may have some good news to tell y'all. I don't know, but I have to wait to get that later. I might have booked something cool. All right, let's take another phone call because I live for her. She was good. Let's take another phone call. Hello?
7: Hello? Hi. What's up, Jason?
0: Is this Jameer?
7: Uh, bitch, I'm all right. I'm gagging. Yeah, this is Jameer. What's up? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm gagging. What's up? Not much. Not much. Not much. Um, yeah, I had to pop out of my area, so I was trying to come on the screen, but it wouldn't let me. So I said, "Let me call through real quick." But um, boy, get to it. You on I the mean.
0: show? The show is going. Go. What's what's T? Talk to me. I, I,
7: here I go. I'm sorry, it, it's a delay. Um, but I want to talk about um safari actually um i feel like ever since uh safari got with erica mena he really messed up his bags um the reason why i say that jason is because as you stated um he stopped being friends with you he got banned from being at the breakfast club when he got with erica mena because of the whole dj envy thing and on top of that i just feel like she was not good for him at all um i do think that safari should get um he should share custody with her because at the end of the day, he want to be a father. Let him be a father. You feel me? Like, I just think she's being bitter. And she gotta, like, let that hurt go. You feel me? Like, he don't want to be with her. Move the fuck on. And uh, the last thing I want to say, Jason, uh, the last thing I want to say, I want to talk about uh, Simon with his milk-dug head. Um, that nigga, I do believe that John Phelan did cheat on him. I do believe that. And you know, other niggas can be pettier than females sometimes. And I feel like He's doing all this shit with Portia to really get back at her. And I feel like Portia is going along with it. The more and more that this story develops, I'm starting to believe that this story is more so for a storyline as opposed to being real. I really do think that this shit is um, for real Housewives of Atlanta and not legit. And I think that he's paying Portia to do this, honestly. Hmm. Well, there's a lot there to chew on, no pun
0: intended, um. Oh, hold on. I need to. My team is telling me I need to wipe away the digital bullshit. <sighs> Either way, listen. There's a lot there to chew on. I don't know what's going on, in Atlanta. The whole thing is fucking messy to me. I, I, at this point, I'm looking for two niggas. I'm looking for a polyamorous relationship because when I get tired of dealing with one, I just go go deal with the other. Then we all play. Then I just send them both to their room. I i don't know what to make of it. I. One day I wake up, I think I'm going to be single forever. When I look at stuff like this, I don't even want to be in relationships. Like, Who has time for this level of toxicity? I did a whole Instagram live today where I brought three people up on my Instagram and did a whole panel on Instagram. And they were all telling me that they don't want me to be in a relationship because they think I'll forget about Hollywood Unlocked. I'm like, damn, I can't win for losing. But one thing I will say is looking at these relationships um who wants to be in a relationship when you see all this but it's good to hear from you jameer i'm gonna be on Bigo after this is over okay so i'll see you there all right before we go Uh, any further ryan 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 are you straight or gay
2: i prefer the term queer but don't don't do that stuff don't do that stuff because i'm i look up to you and i'm really sensitive so don't do like the make fun of me if i don't say the right thing stuff
1: okay
0: ryan ryan i'm not gonna do that it's pride month i can't do that it's maybe next month not this month. okay Okay. (laughs) what i was gonna ask was as a gay man what is queer because i don't know what and there's a lot of people that may not know what that means what does being queer mean
2: okay so for i guess gay means homosexual and straight means heterosexual and i think queer for me is anything that deviates even slightly from heterosexuality Uh, because i have had girlfriends and i have had boyfriends but i just prefer the term queer for me for now but i don't want to upset you know the community and and make things you know blah blah
0: wait so are you bisexual
2: i don't like that word for me personally that's why i prefer
0: queer but if you're only going to use
2: those three words i'll say yes i'll say yes if you're only going to use those three
0: No, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna respect what you are, and if you identify as queer, that's what it is. So that is. All right, listen. He mentioned that it's Pride Month. It is uh, that he did mention respecting who he is and what he represents. This is Pride Month. I want to say Happy Pride Month to my community, the LGBTQ. I also want to say on Bego on June 18th, I'm going to be doing an interview with Tiffany Haddish and Tiffany Pollard. So it's going to be Jason, the two Tiffany's on Bego talking about pride for Bego. So make sure that you show up there, Ryan, make sure you keep coming back and get you a damn gagging sweater. Okay. All right. Look, let me take one more phone call. Let's go. Hello. Hello.
5: Hi, Jason. Hi. Hi,
4: I just want to say congratulations, Hollywood Unlocked, 6th birthday. I also want to kind of go off the topic. Let's get Nene on this um, gagging because let me tell you, I saw her at the MTM National Harbor in Maryland and she was
5: a bitch.
4: She acted like nobody could take pictures with her. And I was being messy when I asked security. I was like, oh, excuse me. I went to Nene's show. Does she mind if I take a picture with her? She ignored me, hating like shit, bitch. <laughs> and Greg was very nice. Oh, by the way, I've met Claudia in Vegas. She was the absolute best. I've met Floyd Mayweather in Vegas. You know he is everything, and he did an excellent job. But uh, anyway, I'm just distracted by the money. But um, yeah, that needy. Get her on gagging. Let's get her together real quick. Nobody's jealous of her. What did Candy have to say about that interview? I'm curious to know. Get Candy on here.
0: Well, Candy's been invited several times. Candy's been invited several times and Candy's refused to come on yet. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on. Hey, I'm literally in the middle of a live stream show. My attorney called too. I'm gonna call both of you back as soon as I'm done. Give me a few minutes. Okay, I'll call you back back. All right. So no, I, I will definitely send the invitation. I won't let her see this clip before because she won't come if she sees that. But I will ask her.
4: Oh, yeah. Don't let her see the clip. Nobody tell her, okay?
0: Okay, we won't. We promise. It'll be our <laughs> secret. Okay, cool. Listen, she was fucking hilarious. Bye, girl. Look, it's our birthday, and I got to go call my attorney and this other person because I'm trying to do something really, really, really big. Okay, so right now, I love all of y'all, but it's time for thoughts and prayers. <laughs> All right, let me just do this. Wusa, wusa, wusa. Okay, it's our birthday. Happy birthday, Hollywood Unlocked. Thank you to everybody pulling up for my digital birthday party. Okay, listen, when was the last time you did a mental check-in with the ones close to you? With so much going on with the world opening back up, it's easy to forget the people who mean the most to you and take the time to do a wellness check on those around us not just a normal call or text to see what's tea or to talk shit about the people on Facebook or on Vigo, but honestly, taking the time to ask your friends how they are doing mentally. Very few people do that for me, by the way. Many times we forget how important it is to see behind the smiles and toast that brunch and do a sincere look into your friend's eyes to see what lies behind the smile. This week, make it a mission to check on at least two of your close friends and see how they really are. You never know how much a simple check-in can help somebody. That is the show for tonight. Thank you so much for logging in. It's been great. Everything's working in the brand new Studio A and Studio Bullshit. Also, make sure that if you're watching the show, Ryan and all of you who are new, make sure after going and getting your merch that you go and follow us on all social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook. We're on uh, uh, YouTube. And you can go to hollywoodunlock.com and register for our daily newsletter. Also, make sure that you're streaming us at work or wherever you are in your car or wherever if you want to listen to it because we stream everywhere because as much as we're a show, we're also a podcast. All right. And if you want to stay connected to my network, let me give you my phone number. It's 310 388 6463. Again, that's 310 388 6463. You can literally text to join my network. Right now, I'm getting ready to make a phone call to see if I got this job. Then I'm going to head over to Beagle for the after party. Until then, thank you, Keisha, for the hat. Thank you, team over there in LA. Thank you to the Gag Nation. Find me on Beagle, bitch. Bye.